Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Here, according to the Department of the Treasury, is the looming debt limit fight in a nutshell. What part of Armageddon do you people not understand? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Let Marketplace be your guide to the modern world. Subscribe to the Marketplace Tech Report podcast. Find it on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. This is the Marketplace podcast for Thursday, the 3rd of October. Great as always to have you with us. Day three of Government Interrupt Us is barely in the books, and yet it seems people have already moved on, gotten bored perhaps with a mere shutdown. Today, the Treasury Department went into full-blown the apocalypse is upon us mode, a six-page report outlining the dire results should the debt limit be breached come October the 17th, give or take. We have, as you know, been close before, so there is some market track record we can look to to see what happens. Marketplace's Sabree Benishore reports now on what we might expect this time around. Last time the U.S. government squabbled its way towards even the possibility of defaulting, it stung the economy. The Treasury Department report today recapped what happened. The stock market went down, got more volatile. There were effects on consumer confidence. Alice Rivlin is a senior fellow at the Brookings Institute. The S&P 500 fell 17 percent, U.S. debt was downgraded, and job growth slowed. It took months to recover. It was a serious situation, even though we didn't default. We just talked about it. But it's hard to say that the same thing will happen again because other stuff was going on at that time. Bill Stone is chief investment strategist for PNC Wealth Management. That's really kind of the time when the eurozone started falling off the cliff. That also may have hurt the stock market. Even after U.S. debt was downgraded, the U.S. looked bad, but Europe looked worse. So global investors flocked to U.S. Treasury bonds. You know, one thing that's different, which is definitely a good thing, is you do have the U.S. in a a quite a bit better uh, position in terms of economic stability. uh, And you really have to say the same thing about the eurozone. Steve Blitz is chief economist with ITG. He says when it comes down to it, markets just don't believe the Congress would do something so insane as to let the U.S. default. Every financial institution in the world all have their capital in U.S. treasuries. I mean, this thing runs through everything. But he says there's still a threat. The real issue is what does the deal look like that gets government back to work that raises the debt ceiling. Meaning, will there be some kind of brutal compromise that cuts government spending deeply or randomly like the last time around? That's the critical thing. That's what we're going to live with. And if it is a deal that is a little bit too draconian, it's going to slow the economy down. So not only would failing to raise the debt ceiling by October 17th hurt the economy, and not only might arguing over raising the debt ceiling hurt the economy, but resolving the debt ceiling problem might hurt the economy. In New York, I'm Sabri Beneshore for Marketplace. There is a certain amount of trickle-down economics to the government shutdown story. The government is closed, so national parks are closed. National parks are closed, so vacations are ruined. Vacations are ruined, so vacationers are asking for refunds. And you know what? Sometimes they're actually getting them. Marketplace's David Weinberg has that story. 
If you were planning on flying to Arizona this weekend to take a donkey ride through the Grand Canyon or maybe jet off to Wyoming to watch Old Faithful do its predictable dance in Yellowstone, you might want to call the airline, some of which are offering refunds in the form of vouchers. A voucher is no loss of revenue. It just allows the customer to take the trip later without getting gouged for a change fee. But the airline still keeps the money. Michael Boyd is an airline consultant with the Boyd Group. He says it's unlikely that the airlines will see a substantial loss in revenue because there aren't a lot of tourists traveling this time of year. The exception, though, is Washington, D.C. airports. That's the gateway to get inside the Beltway. Since the Beltway is now closed, you're going to have people canceling trips. Boyd says a prolonged shutdown could cause a 20% drop in D.C. air traffic. On the other side of the country, just outside of Yosemite National Park, Peggy Mosley is the innkeeper at the Groveland Motel. She says business is slower than normal because of the shutdown. Our employees don't get paid when we don't have guests. I talked to Mosley a couple of months ago when her business had dropped dramatically after the August Rim fire. Many of her employees had to file for...